everybody. How are we doing today? It is uh, Thursday, March 12th, 2020, and I am mentally exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I know that's not the uh, the typical the typical cheery go lucky way that I usually introduce this podcast today. Um, but today is a little bit different. And I guess I will explain that in a little bit. But welcome back, everybody, to Locked On Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope you're having as good of a Thursday as I think anybody could have at this point. Uh, my name is Danny Webster. I am your host, and I do appreciate you stopping by for today. Before we get to today's episode, uh, usual housekeeping items out of the way first. Uh, we're going to have a uh, really an information-packed episode that's going to have a lot of a lot of things pertaining to this podcast now in the future and what we do going forward before we see another hockey game again. So if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, welcome to you. As this is the daily podcast, talking about the Vegas Golden Knights here on the Locked On Podcast Network, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You you pretty much know that you pretty much know the drill by now. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnVGK. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyWebster21. Or if you like sending emails, LockedOnGoldenKnights at gmail.com is also the place to do that. So, where do I begin? I mean, this is uh, this is really uncharted territory here. And it, it's uncharted territory for a lot of people. It's uncharted territory for all of us living breathing the same air it's uncharted territory for all of us who cover sports and it's uncharted territory i think for us in general that we've had to witness the mass closing i guess you could say of professional sports and collegiate sports in this country for the foreseeable future um to kind of give you a well, I'll give you I guess we'll get the <clears throat> we'll get the main point out of the way first. The NHL has suspended its 2019-2020 season uh amidst the coronavirus pandemic. It is hopeful via Commissioner Gary Bettman that the season will resume at some point. Uh some point whether that be 2 weeks from now, the end of the month, or not the end of the month, it'd be too quick. Or no, no, it'd be yeah, by a couple of weeks. So whether it be a couple of weeks, whether it be the end of the month, <clears throat> excuse me, whether it would be, I don't know, whenever it may be. Uh, but point of the story is, is that there will be no hockey for a little while. There will be no basketball for a while. There will be no baseball for a while. There will be no football for a while. There will be, there will be no March Madness. There will be no NCAA tournament. There will be no conference tournaments uh, picking up steam here in the middle of March because of this coronavirus pandemic that's been going around. Um, the Golden Knights were supposed to take on the Minnesota Wild today at 5 o'clock, um, well before they took the ice for morning skate. Uh, the NHL uh, canceled all morning skates, all practices, all team meetings uh, for today, at least, and going forward. Uh, that will be the case as well. There will be no skates, practices, what have you. 
the Golden Knights did uh, return home. As far as I know, they are back in Las Vegas um, immediately when the word got out that the uh, the season was suspended. To my knowledge, uh, the Golden Knights were immediately in the St. Paul, Minnesota airport and flew back to Vegas amidst their whole charter mess up, which is another story we can dive into another day. Um, I guess you can say mass hysteria hit last night uh, before the Utah Jazz played the Oklahoma City Thunder when it was... At first, I got fooled by a fake account. That's my bad. But apparently, the fake account ended up being half right. Uh, Utah Jazz center Rudy Gobert uh, was tested positive for the coronavirus, and therefore, the game between Utah and Oklahoma City had to be uh, canceled. And immediately upon the news of that happening, the NBA swiftly postponed the season. Uh, And I believe, according to multiple reporters covering the NBA, it is looking likely that it will be uh, at least a 30-day minimum, which I think could probably co-inspire with every other season to this point. The NHL is a little bit further along than the NBA as far as its season goes. If you take the Golden Knights into account, there's 11 games left in the regular season. Um, as far as I know, there's been talk about possibly uh, the just ending the regular season altogether, as I just get the alert on my phone that the Golden Knights and Wild were supposed to start in 30 minutes, so go figure. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? There, there's, been, uh, there's been talks about the, the, the NHL possibly just stopping the rest of the regular season and going straight into the playoffs if that were to happen. Uh, the Golden Knights would be the Pacific Division champions, and they would be taking on the Nashville Predators in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, there were also other reports floating around that there is the possibility of teams playing hockey into June, maybe even July, which would, one, be unprecedented, too. I think the Heat would definitely test the ice at T-Mobile Arena if it ever got to that point. Um, and uh, apparently... Um, Teams have been asked to look into the availability of their arenas. So for T-Mobile Arena, the three main ones that come to mind were Bon Jovi, Justin Bieber, and Michael Buble. And there are a couple of events here and there, but if you're talking about like big headlining events, those are the three um, that would take effect, which I think you can easily work around if you need to. I mean, it's, what, three total nights in general, so it's not like it's completely terrible but at the end of the day um that is where we are right now uh the nhl will not be playing for the foreseeable future Uh, there won't be any sports for the foreseeable future and that begs the question really uh what goes on with this podcast going forward um obviously it's very difficult to get a monday through friday show about hockey when there's no hockey to be played. Now, it would be one thing if we were in the offseason and free agency was coming up, the draft was coming up, but we could make things work around that, right? This one, it's a little bit different. There is no offseason right now. There is no draft. There is no champion. There is no playoff field that is set. So we're kind of stuck in limbo here as to what we do. 
Um, the network has advised that we continue forward going Monday through Friday. Um, obviously that puts a, a huge strain on most of us who, uh, rely on game day content, especially this podcast relies on game day content and news as it is presented to us. Um, but the network has advised that it wants us to go forward with Monday through Friday, and that's what we're going to do. So tomorrow we will. Tomorrow I'll be back here again to do another episode, and we'll see what we talk about. I'm not really sure exactly what the plan is right now, but we're. But I'll be uh, thinking of ideas, and if there's anything that you guys want me to discuss, I am more. I, I will more than be more than happy to uh, to discuss it if that sounds good to you. So we will uh, we'll just keep it rolling. That's really what we got to do. I mean, I'm, I've decided to keep it rolling with Nights on Ice. Uh, it's even though it's going to be really hard to come up with content ideas as much as I can for that. Um, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. It's it's going to be a, t- a lot of t- a very tough time for a lot of us and um you know for me personally and I kind of I kind of explained it on Twitter earlier today for me personally it sucks because it's 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 very I'm very fortunate to be doing what I'm doing I'm very fortunate to be in the position of where I am, you know, I'm about to turn 28 years old in a couple months and I'm covering a professional hockey team. And not only am I covering a professional hockey team, I'm covering a professional hockey team for NHL.com, which if you would have asked me four or five years ago, if that was even possible, I'd be like, hell no. So I'm very fortunate what I do, but for me, it's, it's going to be a little bit difficult. Like the summer months are tough because there's no off season. So you kind of brace yourself for the fact that there's no games to cover unless you go on a deep run into June. There's no, there's really nothing that, um, that can suffice your income really. And NHL.com really is my main source of income. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say, you know, what I, what I make with SB nation is not a lot. What I make with this podcast while it's growing. And I'm very proud of the progress that we made, with this podcast, it's still not where, you know, I would want to be, um, you know, financially stable. And I have no problem saying that because it's not like I'm trying to go out and brag about, you know, how much money I'm making or oh, woe is me. You know, I, I do what I do because I love to do what I do. Even if, you know, this podcasting thing is completely different for me and not really my realm of expertise. I enjoy coming on here every Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday and Sunday to talk golden nights with you guys, whether it's just me or whether I have a guest on or whether I just discuss, you know, the day's happenings. So the fact that we're in a work stoppage basically, and you know, we've come to the point where it's, you run into that, you run into that wall of like, well, crap, how am I going to make money now? You know what I mean? And, you know, and it's, it's not even just me, you know, you, you discuss it with, a lot of my fellow uh, colleagues that are independent correspondents with NHL.com. It's there are some people who are 
who live in markets who are able to suffice on another job. And then when they go to games, they only have to focus on dot com duties. You know what I mean? There's there are people that like me who rely on those, you know, those months where you're like, oh, we got eight games this month. Heck, yeah, that's going to be a hell of a that's going to be a hell of a paycheck because you know that you've got to, you know, suffice. And, you know, I remember a couple of conversations I've had with a couple of uh, former dot com uh, correspondents who, you know, ironically enough, are now at The Athletic. And I just remember, you know, talking with them and eventually reading their why they joined The Athletic Post. And it was the same thing. It was pretty much you know, no more freelancing, no more worrying about taxes, trying to provide for families. And and that's the thing. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to provide for my wife and our future family. And it's, it can definitely, like it definitely takes a toll on me sometimes. It, it takes a toll knowing that, you know, I try to do as much as I can to provide and make sure that we have a comfortable living. And like I said, sometimes in the summer, that can get tough. Um, but the more I think about, you know, my situation, you know, it makes me think even more about the people that also are in my situation. You know, the freelancers, the the independent correspondents, if you will, that, you know, are basically paid per article. You know, they're not getting paid the 40 hours a week. They're not getting paid you know, the, you know, the salaries per year that I think a lot of us would love to have. And when you come to a situation like this and you see so many people that are right now essentially out of work, it really sucks. And again, I'm not even just talking about me. There are so many people like I, I did work for the Associated Press last week covering uh, the Mountain West covering one Mountain West tournament game, but I also covered the semifinal games of the uh, the WCC. And there are people that you know get these opportunities because these papers are looking for these papers or these online news sources. They're looking for either you know, they're looking for basically help. You know what I mean? They're looking for people who want to you know do more, get their name out there, whatever the case may be, and you know, you feel for them more so than anything. I saw a tweet today. One of my, one of my best friends in this business, Willie Ramirez. I don't know if he would hate me for even discussing it without talking about it with him, but I saw his tweet today because that sport, because since the sporting world is basically non-existent right now, no one's taking bets in the books. The books are basically you know, non-existent. I haven't been to a sports book yet. I can only imagine if it's, if it's closed right now, like what the hell? But he tweeted today. He said, because the books are closed, basically he's out of work. He's basically out of work right now because nothing has happened. There's no sports going on. There's nothing to write about. And that, that, that damn near broke my heart. Cause I've known that man for a long time. And he's, He's done so much for me in my career, in my growth, in my development, that when I see something like that, it, it just makes you put into perspective what is really happening right now. And again, the other day I talked about, you know, 
joking about the coronavirus. And yeah, you know, I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I still kind of think it is kind of ridiculous that, you know, people are raiding Costco and Sam's Club across the state, across the city, across Southern Nevada, really. And they're just going in in hazmat suits and buying water and all of this jazz. But at the end of the day, I kind of mentioned in my Gaming Today column too, there there was going to be a moment where if one player got it, it was going to shut down a league. Not only did it shut down a league, it shut down, the the NBA got shut down, the NHL got shut down, MLS got shut down, Major League Baseball has been pushed back to a couple of weeks. Like everything, the NFL hasn't discussed it yet, but if this keeps on going, I can only imagine the NFL is going to keep this up. And I can't imagine them letting it go on. You know, like I said, March Madness is canceled. Every conference tournament, well, we thought the Big East was going to continue for some odd reason, but every conference tournament is now suspended. And it's really an ominous time for this country, really. Like, you put into... I always... The the reason why I always love sports... And, you know, people get annoyed with me all the time about it. My, my wife, <laughs> she she definitely would love if I stayed off Twitter every now and then. I might have a chance to now with nothing going on unless something breaks. But the reason why I love sports is because it was always the best escape for me. You know, I never, I never thought in a million years that I would be doing what I'm doing. I always had dreams that I was going to play in the NFL or play in the NBA or whatever it was and I never thought that I would be in the position of where I am. But the reason why I went into covering sports was because I just didn't want to do anything with politics. I had, I, I could only imagine the headaches that would come just by covering, you know, whether I was at UNLV and it was student government or whether I'd be, you know, covering you know, White House press briefings or some crap like that, you know. It, you, the sports was always the escape for me because I always had the excuse of, man, I can go cover a game, write about a game. You know, I get to meet these great athletes and write stories about them. I always thought that was the best part. And now we're at a point now where none of that is going to happen for a while. And yeah, it it definitely concerns me. I'm I'm definitely going to try my best to, you know, fill the void of what I'm going to do. I mean, my wife wants me to clean the apartment, which, you know... (laughs) You know, I really don't have an excuse now to not clean the apartment if you think about it. So I'm probably going to start that tonight for sure. (laughs) But, you know, it's just we're in a weird time right now. And and I mentioned this on Twitter, too. It's okay to be concerned. You don't need to put on a brave front. You don't need to put on a face. You don't need to. You don't need to try and put on an act for anybody when it comes to to something serious like this. Even if you run into a situation where there are people just saying it's a hoax or you know people saying that you know we're blowing it out of proportions it's just the flu. You don't need to listen to them. And if they try and hound you about it then maybe punch them in the face. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it would work but You don't need to listen to them. If you have an opinion, if you're scared about what's happening in the world, it's okay to be. 
You know, our our health officials are doing everything they can to make sure that we get through this. And it's a damn shame that we've gotten to this point. The fact that it is something so serious that some of the biggest economic drivers in this country are now being shut down. And it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel concerned. But I think the best thing that we can do, you know, whether it be being out of work for a little bit, whether it be trying to get through this, or try to get through the dark ages that is a sportsless universe, I think the only thing that we can do is just to continue what we're doing. Continue to be as proactive as we can to get through this, to be as proactive about our hygiene, be as proactive as we can be about our surroundings. And at, at some point, you want to hope that we can just get through this, that we can get through this virus, that no more people have to suffer, no more people have to die. We don't have to worry about you know, the safety of others. We don't have to worry about God, fucking freaking Tom Hanks getting caught with this damn thing. Like that did it for me. Like when I saw Tom Hanks, I just lost it. And then eventually when I got to Rudy Gobert, I just said, you've got to be kidding me. Um, but no, I mean, we're definitely in weird times right now, guys. I, I, there's no other way to put it, but at the end of the day, we're going to continue to fight through it. I'm going to continue to try and do this podcast every day, even if that means me rambling on for 20 minutes about if a, if a hot dog is a sandwich, we're probably going to do it. I might need more mailbags from you guys, which by the way, literally, as I said, I was going to tweet that I was going to uh, do the podcast. Some of y'all are hilarious as hell and actually sent in some damn questions. Some of them are sarcastic. Some of them are actually really funny. Um, but <laughs> I, I actually will answer these in a little bit. But I, the point I'm trying to make here is that at the end of the day, it is what it is. And if we all just continue to do what we're doing to be a little better about this whole situation, then hopefully within two weeks, three weeks, you know, teams will resume operations and the sports world will be revolving on its axis again and everything will be fine. Um, if we have to go until June before we get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, I am very much interested in how a Stanley Cup final, or not a Stanley Cup final, a Stanley Cup playoff first round game in June would go for the Golden Knights. In especially July, I think the, the rink might turn into a pool. Uh, that would be something very interesting to look forward to. But Again, with this podcast, it's not going anywhere. If there's a day where I just cannot, for the life of me, get an episode out, I will let you guys know on Twitter. But we're going to keep chugging along, and we're going to find ways to balance this out and make it happen. It's going to be, there's going to be a couple of days where I'm just going to be like, really, why am I doing this? And that's not... Not really because of you guys. It's more so just my own self-indulgence and my own self-esteem and my own willingness to actually be like, is what I'm doing today worth it? And, you know, that'll be tested some days, but at the end of the day, I think it is worth it. So stay strong, stay healthy, 
It, wash your hands, sing a song, do what you got to do when you're washing your hands. I mean, do what you got to do. That's all I'm saying. So we can just hurry up and get hockey back. So we can get all our sports back, really, because I, I was talking to – I was talking to Justin Emerson the other day, and uh, I made a joke because I think Nashville was only four points back at Dallas in the first in the first wild card, or for third and Central first wild card. And I was like, "There's a chance Vegas could play Dallas in the first round." And he was like, "Shut your mouth!" But I was like, "You know what? I wouldn't mind making a trip to Dallas, and if I could catch a uh, a Stars Golden Knights game and a Mavs playoff game all in the same breath." That's not a bad thing to take in if if it happens. If if it happens, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be looking pretty good if that's the case. So yeah, stay strong, stay healthy, all that jazz, and we'll be good. Okay, so leave it to me to to ask Twitter and say I'm about to record the podcast for today. If there's anything specifically you'd want me to mention today, feel free. And some of y'all were very funny um, because Justin Emerson, the aforementioned Jeff, Justin Emerson. What kind of role do you think Keegan Colsar will have? I think Keegan Colsar will have a role to the equivalent of a dinner role. But um, he will have a dinner role. I have no idea where else I was going with that, but yes, he will have a he will have a dinner role. That is the role he will have. He will have many dinner roles for the next few days, trying to figure out if he's going back to Chicago or if he's going back, or if he's staying in Vegas. He's gonna have a dinner role. Uh, the real Deegan asks, taking into consideration the salary cap, how likely are we to sign Robin Leonard after this season and have both Flurry and Leonard alternate starts next year? Um, I think I touched on that a little bit in the mailbag. I think it's very difficult to see if Leonard and Flurry will be on the same team next year. Um, I, I, I mean, you look at it from this standpoint. Leonard would probably make about six, six mil, six five. Are we? Are the Golden Knights really going to pay thirteen million, thirteen and a half million to two goaltenders when they've got other needs that I think they really need to consider at this current time? I don't know if it happens, but I mean, if that cap spike goes up to what what, what was the projection, like eighty eight million or something close to that ballpark, if it goes up that high, I think Vegas has a real good chance. And if they trade, I'm just saying because I said yesterday, if they trade Paul Stasny or Alex Tuck and free more cap space, maybe that puts them in the conversation for Alex Petrangelo. I don't know. It's a lot of cap maneuvering, and that's why I'm not a GM, and that's why I don't do cap maneuvering. Uh, hashtag night train said been a couple of slow news weeks, but I do have one question. How do taxi drivers feel about Uber and Lyft services now that they have had time together in the market? Well, I will say this taxi drivers are the bane of my existence. And the only reason why they're the bane of my existence is because I absolutely despise trying to drive around them. Now, my theory with taxi drivers is that it doesn't matter how fast you're going, the rates are still going to be the same because they charge by mile, don't they? Like, it's not like you're going to knock off $15, $20 just by driving in a taxi cab so damn fast that you're risking yourself getting pulled over. And unfortunately for me, there have not been enough taxi drivers getting pulled over in this city. Like, every time... I see a taxi cab get pulled over by police. I start cheering in the car. I don't care if I'm driving. I will take my hands off the wheel for two seconds and I will clap because that is the sight that I need to see in this world. And I am more safe. I know 
it's weird that I can feel more safe getting in a Lyft or getting in an Uber than I can in a freaking taxi cab. And I can pay cheaper rates, which I think is the most amazing thing out of this whole ordeal. So I think taxi drivers, unless you are really desperate needing of a job, if you need to drive a taxi, you should feel like a douche because you are getting outclassed by Uber and Lyft. So I think to answer your question, Night Train, I think, and and I'm just speculating, I think taxi drivers absolutely hate Uber and Lyft drivers, but you know what? They don't have a choice. And if you don't like it, become an Uber or a Lyft driver. Just don't be a douche while you're driving. Uh, Ryan Cooley asks, the possibility that if the playoffs are canceled, we get Leonard only for him to play three regular season games. Yeah, that's a possibility that no one has really examined here. Um, There is quite the possibility that... The Golden Knights, should this whole scenario play out to the point where, as my computer is like overheating or something, the fan is going, my God. Uh, If you hear that noise in the background, by the way, that is exactly what that is. Um, We could be sitting here talking about the fact that if Robin Leonard does, uh, let me take my phone out. Seriously, you guys know I love to do all this crap live. It just happens. Um... If we do get to the point in the playoffs, if they, if they just cut the rest of the regular season like it's uh, apparently been proposed, there is a chance Robin Leonard could only get three starts. And there is also a slight chance that that will push Robin Leonard into game one of a playoff series. Because if you are on the side of the fence of whether Leonard or Flurry would start in a playoff series, I would be very concerned... <laughs> After three stars, going, all right, buddy, go on in there. We gave up a lot for you. Go on in there. You want to get this long-term contract, go in there and don't screw up. That's a lot to ask for a, a very large panda. So I don't know if I like the idea, but it, it could be a possibility. Um, and finally, the last one <laughs> from Ben Goats, my buddy Ben Goats of the Review Journal. Will this force both of us to watch Love is Blind? My friend, I believe it is inevitable. I I believe that we have no choice based on the the unfortunate peer pressure that is brought onto us by Justin Emerson and Adam Hill. We will be watching Love is Blind, or at least I will. I will watch an episode. I... The more I hear about this, the more I'm just astonished at what is happening on Netflix right now. Like, I am more psyched right now that Netflix has Space Jam and Semi-Pro than I am for Love is Blind. And there are actually quite a few documentaries on Netflix that I have not seen yet that I have been dying to watch. But I have been so stoked at the fact that Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny are playing basketball together, getting me hyped for Space Jam 2, and Semi-Pro continues to be one of the more underrated, crappy, amazing movies that this generation has ever seen. And if you have not seen Semi-Pro, please go watch Semi-Pro. It is one of the most disastrous, amazing films And I'm not even saying disastrous as in, oh my God, it is the worst thing ever. It is so bad, it is so good. And I absolutely love that movie. And I will put that movie up against a lot of movies. 
and I like a lot of movies, a lot of movies that have won uh, Academy Awards. <laughs> so um, it's, a, it's a damn shame Will Ferrell did not win a Grammy for Love Me Sexy. That's all I will say about that. But yes, I do believe this will force us to watch Love is Blind, Ben. So uh, get, buckle up, <laughs> get, get on, get on with it because it's about to, it's about to be weird. I mean, I've, all I've heard for the last two weeks about Love is Blind is how stupid of a show it is. And you know what? I might as well. You know what? Probably next week I might give a review on Love is Blind. That's where we are right now with this, with this podcast. So be on the lookout for that next week. I'm, I might call Justin or Adam and be like, hey, what, what, what do I say about person A trying to hook up with person B or some crap like that? I don't know. We're, we're going we're gonna to have to do it. All right. <laughs> so that actually, you know what? I needed that. That uh, We went from somber to very cheery and a very impromptu mailbag, and I actually very much enjoyed that. So thank you guys for your questions. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, but that'll do it for me tonight. Um, thank you guys for downloading, listening, sharing, subscribing, all that jazz. We will be back tomorrow. I have no idea what we're going to do tomorrow. I, I will be the first to tell you, I, I had hoped to preview the Colorado game on Sunday. It doesn't look like we're going to get that chance now. Um, um, maybe I'll do like an NHL 20 simulation of the game and bring you guys a recap of that. And you'll be like, yeah, right. That really happened or whatever. But, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll figure something out. Not sure exactly what we're going to do. But I will let you guys know, and we'll go from there. So thank you guys for listening. Again, by the way, if you're on Apple Podcasts, uh, please leave a rating or review. helps people find the podcast and uh, lets me know how I'm doing. Um, and again, you can follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnVHK, and you can find me at DannyWebster21. So thank you guys for listening. It's a very weird time for all of us, but I have the utmost confidence that we will find a way to power through as best we can. So thank you guys. I am Danny Webster. This has been Locked on Golden Knights, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, and I will see you tomorrow for whatever the hell we're going to talk about. Have a good one.